0: Before I share with you some what I do knows, uh, I want to talk with you about what I don't know. I have two older brothers. One was in high school in the early 1970s. and this was a time when a high school GED got you a job, and the college degree was exemplary. My other brother, Pat, was in high school in the early 80s. And by this time, the GED wasn't enough to guarantee employment. You needed a college degree. And if you got one, you had a pretty good chance of getting the kind of job that you wanted after you graduated. Now me, I graduated high school in 1988, got my college degree in 1993. And that college degree in 93 did not mean as much. It was not a ticket, it was not a voucher, it was not a free pass, go to anything. So I asked the question, what does your college degree mean? It means you got an education. It means you have more knowledge in a specific subject, vocation it means you may have more expertise in what your degree is in but what's it worth in the job market out there today we know the market for college graduates is more competitive now than ever now some of you already have a job lined up you've got a path where today's job is going to become tomorrow's career but for most of you the future is probably still pretty fuzzy you don't have that job that directly reflects the degree you just got many of you don't even have a job at all think about it, you've just completed your scholastic educational curriculum in life, the one that you started when you were five years old in kindergarten up until now and your future may not be any more clear than it was five years ago you don't have the answers and it's probably pretty damn scary and I say that's okay because. That is how it is. (laughs) This is the reality that many of you are facing. This is the world that we live in. The sooner that we become less impressed with our life, with our accomplishments, with our career, with whatever that prospect is in front of us, the sooner we become less impressed and more involved with that and these things, the sooner we get a whole lot better at doing them. So, I'm gonna talk to you about some things I've learned in my journey most from experience some of them I heard in passing many of them I'm still practicing but all of them I do believe are true now they may be truths to me but don't think that that makes them mine because you cannot own a truth so please think of these as signposts approaches paradigms that give some science to satisfaction they're yours to steal they're yours to share Liken to your own lives to personally apply in your own lives in your own way should you choose to So here we go Number one this should come up on the jumbotron Life's not easy is it up there Life is not easy it is not don't try to make it that way Life's not fair it never was it isn't now and it won't ever be Do not fall into the trap the entitlement trap A feeling like you're a victim. You are not. Get over it and get on with it. And yes, most things are more rewarding when you break a sweat to get them. Number two, (laughs) I love this one. Unbelievable is the stupidest word in the dictionary. Should never come out of our mouths. Think about it. To say, oh wow, what an unbelievable play. Uh, It was an unbelievable book, an unbelievable film, an unbelievable act of courage. Really? It may be spectacular, it may be phenomenal, most excellent or outstanding. But unbelievable, Uh uh-uh. Give others and yourself more credit. It just happened, you witnessed it, you just did it, believe it. What about the other side of unbelievable? You know, that, that side when we humans underperform or act out of our best character. For instance, man flies a suicide jet into the World Trade Center. Millions die from diseases every day that we have cures for. Bob the Builder swears that he's going to have your house built by Thanksgiving and you can't move in until Christmas the next year. Our best friends lie to us. And we lie to ourselves all the time. Unbelievable? I don't think so. Again, it just happens and it happens every day. Nothing that we homo sapien earthlings do is unbelievable. And if there's one thing you can depend on people being... So we shouldn't be surprised. We, us, are the trickiest mammals walking the planet. I'm not worried about the monkeys. I'm worried about you and me. (laughs) Happiness is an emotional response to an outcome. If I win, I will be happy. If I don't, I won't. It's an if-then, cause and effect, quid pro quo, standard that we cannot sustain because we immediately raise it every time we attain it. You see, happiness, happiness demands a certain outcome. It is result-reliant. And I say, if happiness is what you're after, then you're going to be let down frequently, and you're going to be unhappy much of your time. Joy, though. Joy is a different thing. It's something else. Joy is not a choice. It's not a response to some result. It's a constant. Joy is the feeling that we have from doing what we are fashioned to do, no matter the outcome. Now, personally, as an actor, I started enjoying my work and literally being more happy when I stopped trying to make the daily labor a means to a certain end. For example, uh, I need this film to be a box office success. You know, I need my performance to be acknowledged. I, I need the respect of my peers. All, right, all those are reasonable aspirations, but the truth is, as soon as the work... The daily making of the movie, the doing of the deed became the reward in itself for me. I got more box office, more accolades and respect than I ever had before. See, joy is always in process. It's under construction. It is in constant approach. Alive and well in the doing of what we're fashioned to do and enjoying it. Number four, define success for yourself. Now, check this out. I'm in... uh, south of New Orleans uh, a few years ago and I went to a voodoo shop uh, and they had this, this this wooden partition against the wall with these columns and, and in these columns were all these vials of these magic potions right and the headings above each potion defining what they would give you were things like fertility, health, uh, family, legal health, energy, forgiveness, money <laughs> guess which column was empty money somebody please tell me where else you're gonna have this much fucking fun let's admit it Money's king today is what make the world makes the world go round it is success the more we have the more successful we are right now i would argue that our cultural values have even been financialized financialized uh, humility is not in vogue anymore it's too passive It's a get-rich-quick-on-the-internet-richest, 15-minutes-of-fame world that we live in, and we see it every day. But we all want to succeed, right? So the question that we got to ask ourselves is what success is to us? What success is to you? Is it more money? That's fine. i got nothing against money. Maybe it's a healthy family. Maybe it's a happy marriage. Maybe it's to help others, to be famous, to be spiritually sound, to leave the world a little bit better place than you found it. Continue to ask yourself that question now your answer may change over time, and that's fine But do yourself this favor Whatever your answer is Don't choose anything that will jeopardize your soul. Prioritize who you are who you want to be and don't spend time with anything that Antagonizes your character don't drink the kool-aid man it tastes sweet, but you will get cavities tomorrow, alright? Life is not a popularity contest. Be brave, take the hill, but first answer that question, what's my hill? So, me, how do I, fi- how do I define success for me, myself? Well, for me, it's a measurement of, uh, of five things. We got fatherhood, we got being a good husband, we got my health, mind, body, and spirit, we got career, and we got friendships. These are what's important to me in my life right now. So I try to measure these five things each day. I check in with them. I, I like to see whether or not I'm in the, uh, the, the debit section or the credit section with each one. Am I in the, in the red or am I in the black, you follow? For instance, sometimes say my career's rolling. All right, it's way up here in the black, but I see how my relationship with my wife maybe could use a little bit more of my attention. I gotta pick up the slack on being a better husband. Get that one out of the red. Or say, my spiritual health could use some maintenance. It's down here, but hey man, my friendships and my social life, they're in high gear, right? I gotta recalibrate, check some balances. I gotta go to church, remember to say thank you more often, something. But I gotta take the tally, because I wanna keep all five in healthy shape. And I know that if I don't take care of them, if I don't keep up maintenance on them, One of them is gonna get weak, man. It's gonna dip too deep into the debit section. It's gonna go bankrupt. It's gonna get sick, die even. So first, we have to define success for ourselves. And then, we have to put in the work to maintain it. Take that daily tally. Tend our garden. Keep the things that are important to us in good shape. I mean, let's admit it. We've all got two wolves in us, a good one and a bad one and they both want to eat the best I can tell we just got to feed that good one a little more than the other one here we go number five don't leave crumbs (laughs) and the beauty of delayed gratification so what are crumbs or the crumbs I'm talking about are the choices that we make that make us have to look over our shoulder in the future You didn't pay that guy back the money that you owed him, and tonight you just saw him three rows behind you. Shit. You slept around on your spouse, and you just found out that tomorrow she and the lady you're having an affair with are gonna be at the same PTA meeting. Shit again. You drank too much last night. You're too hungover to drive your son to his 8 a.m. Saturday morning baseball practice. These are the crumbs. They come in the form of regret, guilt, and remorse. You leave crumbs today, they will cause you more stress tomorrow. And they disallow you from creating a customized future in which you do not have to look over your shoulder. So let's flip the script. Instead of creating outcomes that take from us, let's create more outcomes that pay us back, fill us up, keep your fire lit, turn you on, For the most amount of time in your future these are the choices i'm talking about and this is the beauty of delayed gratification all right tee yourself up do yourself a favor make the choices the purchases today that pay you back tomorrow residuals in my business we call it mailbox money if i do my job well today and that movie keeps rerunning on tv five years from now i'm getting checks in the mailbox it's a heck of a deal so whether it's prepping the coffee maker the night before, so all you gotta do is press the button in the morning, or getting ready for the job interview early so you don't have to cram the night before, or choosing not to hook up with that married woman because you know you're gonna feel horrible about it tomorrow, and her husband carries a gun, or paying your debts on time so that when you do see that guy three rows back tonight, you don't have to hunker down in your seat hoping that he don't see you. Get some ROI. You know what that is? Return on investment. Your investment. You. Customize your future. Don't leave crumbs.